Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Arson, a very good morning and welcome. Very good morning, Arson. Hello, very good morning to you. This... I hope you had a good breakfast. Uh, but breakfast? No, <laughs> we've not had any breakfast. We don't get we don't get food, uh, fed here, Arson. No, not till <laughs> ten o'clock. Um, Arson, it's been a, just a, a magnificent twenty. Is it twenty-two years at Arsenal? Just sensational. Um, how much are you missing at Arson? Not that day-to-day involvement in a football club. How much do you miss it? Well, I have been under drugs for 36 years, and so it's not easy to get uh, rid of it, you know. And uh, overall, I must say, I miss it intensely. Yeah. Uh, and I miss basically the intensity of the, of the whole thing. There are some things, as you know, that you don't miss, but uh, overall, uh, the competition, uh, we lived for that for our whole life, and when you're not in there anymore, you miss it. Yeah, of course. Uh, if I go back, you, it was from Japan you came over to Arsenal. Um, when you met uh, David Dean, of course, um, the, you know, reading the book, David, lovely man, by the way. I really like David. Um, that wasn't the first time you met when you came from Japan, was it? Or No, no, I met him uh, 89, in 89 when 89. I was managing Monaco. Uh-huh. And, and uh, so we had... Uh, steady relationship because he had a boat in the south of France and uh, so we met sometimes when he came down and I invited him to the games in Monaco. Lovely, Monaco. And and, and to go Monaco to Japan, did you have to really consider that because it's a, a totally different culture over there? Yeah, many friends told me I'm killing my career, you know, but uh, uh, it was as well for me a, a great experience, different culture but a great desire to work from the Japanese. You know, they have a natural, they have a natural team spirit, the Japanese. Yeah. They want to help each other out. And uh, they, have more, they had more deficit of uh, individual initiative. But uh, overall, it was a great experience. And uh, it refreshed me a little bit as well, because I had done 10 years in France and two years away a little bit from the European pressure was quite a great experience for me. Arsene, can I ask you, when you, when you first came to Arsenal, what were your first impressions of Arsenal when you arrived? And secondly, you realised you had to change a lot of things, particularly the, 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 the culture within football. Did that change happen as quickly as you wanted it to happen? Yes, well, first what I realised that I was uh, in a special club, a club we had the class, tradition, a certain desire to, to behave above average, you know. What I discovered is that uh, I had an idea of the players, uh, you know, the Adams, Bold, Keown, Dixon, Winterburn, Seaman, uh, that they were a bit limited technically. I discovered that they were much better footballers than I, I, I thought they were and that I had a good chance uh, 
if I work well with them, that uh, we could play attractive football. No mention of Ray Parler there, Arsene. He, he will be, <laughs> devast- he will be no, devastated. He, he was a young boy when I arrived. <laughs> but he was a good player, I must say that. Uh, Arsene, I wanted to ask you, when you when you first come over to uh, London and you went to watch, uh, I think it was Arsenal v Norwich, and can you tell us about that moment when you ended up back at David Dean's house? Well, I was uh, coming from Turkey where I was watching a game on the 1st of January back to London because I wanted uh, didn't want to go back. I wanted to watch a football game. And in London, was only Arsenal who played at home and I got this ticket. And at the time, I smoked. And at halftime, uh, David Dean's wife friend offered me a light, you know, to, to smoke. And after we met after the game, invited me at night to talk about football. In fact, we played uh, social games where my English at the time was not fantastic, but I was maybe not too bad in this game. In this game, St. David thought, oh, this guy is not stupid. Sherrard's? Was it Sherrard's arson? Sherrard, yes. Yeah. What one <laughs> did you do? What one did you do? Can you remember? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Also, Arsene, you, you talk about uh, when you first came in, and I, and I think, you know, sometimes, maybe not our sports press, but the news press, and um, they're always looking for negatives and big stories, maybe more than other parts of Europe. And you talk about in the book some of the abuse you were getting when you first yeah. came, Arsene, who, and then other stuff. Did you, know, did, did you have to fight that, or did you just brush that away? No, I, I would say when you... Uh at the time, 96, we had no social networks. I was already, uh, you know, I think uh, two times manager of the year in France and I was manager of the year in Japan. So I, I had already worked well, but uh, I was unknown in England. So I could understand that. I think when you go abroad, you have to accept that you have to show that you have the needed quality. And I said always that to the players. If you come here and do what the local guy does, they don't need you. You have to do much better. Yeah. And I accepted that. Awesome. The private abuse was a bit more difficult to take, but uh, uh, it didn't disable yeah, I, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. It was terrible. I remember that. Also, I was going to ask you, Arsene, I'm, I'm looking at the, the trophy hall, which frankly is unbelievable. 17 trophies in 22 seasons at Arsenal. It's an incredible record. Absolutely unbelievable. And of course, arguably, the, the greatest achievement would be the first and only team at this time to go a full Premier League season unbeaten. It's probably a difficult question, Arsene, but which which of these memories do you hold highest? Which, which Is it a trophy or is it, in fact, going the season undefeated? Well, I think the most difficult is to going the season undefeated, you know that. But uh, overall, I, I, I feel I had different periods in, in my life at Arsenal, you know. And uh, the period where nobody talks about, I, I personally have given the, the, the most of myself but the first period, you can say, is 96 to 2006 to the Champions League final. And after, when we moved into the new stadium in 2007-06, we uh, had less, fi- uh, we had restricted finances, less potential, but we had to be absolutely in the uh, Champions League. So we, we, uh, if I look back in my career, I think uh, I'm very proud for having turned down uh, massive offers and guided the club through that sensitive period uh, where we was less glamorous, but still with consistent results. You know, we we were five times second, five times third, and uh, 
six times fourth in 19 years, qualified consecutively always for the Champions League when the competition was uh, very high. So mm. I think I keep the consistency of our of our results and the, the desire to play an attractive uh, way uh, of football. And, and Arsen, that, that obviously incredible season, being an invincible, everyone still talks about it now. It hasn't been uh, repeated. Ray Parler says to us a lot that he would have swapped his invincible season for a Champions League winner's uh, medal. Would you say that would you have done that? Yes, uh, but in football you have not the choice. Uh, what I mean is, in two thousand and six we went to the Champions League final and uh, eliminated Real, the big Real Madrid team, uh, Juventus team, and uh, without conceding a goal. And in the final we're down to ten men after a few minutes. You know, my biggest regret is that uh, this to win the Champions League in two thousand six would have crowned that period in that generation what they deserved but uh, it wasn't to be and uh, you have to live as well with what you don't win in life unfortunately Arsene uh, I'm, I'm fascinated because when I was playing at Ipswich under Bobby Robson he was talking about look after your body and he was talking about the mouth your teeth you must it's so important and when I talked to Ray Ray Parler about um, you know what was it like at Arsenal he said the training ground when you moved there the hygiene you, people were not allowed to walk around with bare feet they had to have flip flops on or shoes on uh, the hygiene where did all that come from because did that come from Japan the, their style of life the, yeah the it's a bit yes I, I, I uh, Japan are very very, very much uh, focused and I, I, I made the circuit where, to make sure that the dressing room is absolutely immaculate when uh, you work there and when you practice there, you know. And overall, I approached as well, you know, football is a global performance and you need a global approach. If you want to practice well, yes, that's the visible part of it. But the invisible part of it is how you eat, how you drink, how you sleep, how yeah. you prepare mentally. Yeah. And to perform, uh, you need a global approach of a game. Arsene, I've got to ask you, you've, you've been blessed to work and coach with some of the greatest players that, that the world's ever seen. You, sp you spoke about it there. One of the most incredible things I ever saw at a football game, I was actually pitch side when you beat Madrid in Spain. And I will never forget the acceleration from Thierry Henry. It, it was, the pace was just unbelievable and it's probably a little bit of an unfair question but I want to ask you who's the best player that you felt you've ever worked with and was there one player in your career that you never had the opportunity to work with but, but you would have loved to have worked with well Ali I, I, uh, you will see who, who stands out is a few players who were more offensive players but uh, uh, like Thierry like uh, Dennis but uh, you must count as well uh, the Pires, the Fabregas, or the, these kind of players, you know, because uh, I, I was, I think a manager depends a lot on the quality of the players, and uh, on that front, I was quite lucky in my career. It's very difficult for me to choose because, at the end of the day, what you want is to, from a player, is to get the maximum out of his potential. When I think about the best teams, I would say in every position, I had a a great player. I wanted to ask you as well, uh, Arsene, just uh, on of another one of your sort of signings, Mesut Ozil. Uh, he's, he's going through a tough time at the minute. He's been cast aside. Um, why do you think it's it's gone that way and why do you think it's ended badly? Is, is there a way back for him? Mesut Ozil is a great player and a creative player. 
but uh, you have to balance the team because on the defensive side of of it uh, it is uh, not his strengths so you, he needs some freedom uh, to express his talent he does the work but uh, he's not very efficient so Mikel Arteta has now gone for a team where counter pressing and uh, uh, from high up and uh, everybody has to work hard so f- that's a little bit a handicap for him he, he, he's uh, he's not a bad character like he has been uh, he's a good guy mm. depends what kind of football you want to play see I I, I, I have sympathy for him Arsene because I, I, let me take you back to a player that I know I'm going back a bit now and the game is much quicker but Platini Michel Platini didn't come back tracking and tackling and no. but when he was on the ball magic happened and I think Urzel is like that is in the modern day game Arsene is there still room for one player who maybe uh, is an individual rather than a team player well I would say that uh, it is a little bit a contradiction because on the other hand when you think about the guys who see make you win the guy who have the vision and can give the ball make you win. You know, at the end of the day, football is a little bit like a quarterback who gives a ball to a runner and the runner is good enough to put the ball in the net. If you have the two in the team, you have always a chance. Or you can build the team in two ways. You say, I need the one guy who can give the ball. I need guy, a guy at least or two or three who can put the ball in the net. And I build, uh, I balance the team around them. Or you say, I want everybody to work like Matt when uh, we don't have the ball. And I try after to, to score goals. So Mesut Ozil is first a guy in my first example, no, a guy of my first example. He can give you the ball. It didn't stop him from being world champion with Germany and being a key sure. player in there. Sure. So it, it is always the problem of a manager is uh, how much uh, can you afford to balance the team offensively and defensively. Hello, I'm Laurie Woods and this is TalkSport Daily. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Arsen, I love this story. This is fantastic. In your book, uh, you talk about Colotuli a lot. Have a listen to this, please. Uh, this is from Ray Palmer about you and Colo. 
he's playing against Thierry Henry and Dennis Bergkamp. So he's marking uh, Dennis. The ball goes in, and he's a trialist, by the way. We yeah. don't know where he's from. Trying don't know who he is. Bang, takes Dennis Bergkamp out. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, don't kick him. Yeah. We ain't got a chance to win the league if you kick him. Yeah. So... Arsene Wenger, Colo, no tackle, no ta even Martin Keown, no tackling Colo, just keep, you know, jockey, jockey, no problem, no problem. So they swap over, Thierry goes on to Colo, next minute, ball goes into Thierry, boff, two foot Tim as well, no, no Colo, no Colo, sorry, sorry, sorry coach, sorry coach, I mean, we're getting worried now, our two best players, we're thinking so Alex Ferguson sent him down from Manchester to kick to, kick two of our players. All of a sudden, the ball goes in again. He makes a great interception. And the way Colo played, always following the ball. And it's landing right on Arsene Finger's foot. Boof! <laughs> took the boss out as well. And we all like that. And we, 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 I, went, I started laughing, giggling. I'm thinking, this is the best try I've ever seen in my life. So that afternoon, he's, he's in tears. He's like, can't believe it. My big chance. I've mucked it up. But he was a decent player. So... Uh, I remember going to see Arsene Wenger. I said, boss, he's, he's not bad. He's got a big ice pack on his ankle. Oh, yes, he kicked me. Look at this. I said, yeah, well, he, he, he was a bit enthusiastic. He didn't mean to do it. And he says, yes, he's a, I like his desire. We sign him tomorrow. How <laughs> is your ankle, Arsene? Do you remember that? <laughs> you know, Col Colo was clever. He understood quickly that I was the best player in there. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, he, he's one that would just, he'd run through a brick wall, wouldn't he? He'd give you 100% every time. He had the hunger, you know, and uh, that is uh, something, yep. of course, that uh, uh, you could detect straight away. I, I played him one against one against uh, a young player and he was ready to eat everybody. Yeah. And they, uh, let, he was turned down. In, uh, he may, had made a few trials in France. He was turned down everywhere. And I uh, said, OK, before you fly back to Ivory Coast, come and make a test with me. And after one day, I said, OK, I keep, keep you. Don't worry. We stay with us. Wow. Because he had such its quality as well. Yeah. Oh, I could play okay. Arsene, I want to ask you and move you on if I may. One of the greatest periods in Premier League history for me was was the period yourselves and Manchester United just effectively dominated the game. The rivalry with Man United was, was really special. It was both clubs were just... The spine of the clubs were riddled with winners. Yourself, Fergie, Keane, Vieira, boys like that. Did you enjoy the rivalry or was it too intense? And I want to ask you about your relationship. How was your relationship with uh, Sir Alex Ferguson? Well, uh, I enjoyed the rivalry. You know, it was a time where the Arsenal player were Arsenal players for life. The Liverpool players were Liverpool players for life. The Man United players were Man United players for life. So that, of course, exacerbated the rivalry because it was you or me and you hated each other. You yeah. know, and on top of that, you had some characters. Uh, you speak about Roy Keane, you speak about Patrick Vieira, they're scared of nobody. And uh, Roy Keane was always uh, on the fringe of uh, uh, violence, you know, but even if he was a great player. but uh, And the rivalry between me and Alex, uh, I was a foreign manager coming in and disturbing his reign there. So he didn't like it. And he hated to lose, I hated to lose. And mm. uh, so at some stage, he was uh, overboard, you know. In but with time after, when the competition was went, uh, the relationship became better. Yeah. When you couldn't trade any more Man United, the uh, relationship became better. And uh, today it's peaceful. 
and what, friendly. What was it like? Can you can you take us into the sort of into the, the 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 changing room in them big games? Because you know from the outside, when that fixture come out, Man United, Arsenal at Old Trafford, or you know at Highbury or the Emirates. Can you take us into the dressing room? What was your what were your team talks like? What was it like being in there? Well, I would say uh, in this kind of uh, games, uh, you insist usually on three big factors. The first, uh, total concentration, because you know in a big game, you know, every single detail can make a difference. Then uh, as well, uh, you insist on being calm. And uh, the third session, no matter what happens in the game, be in control, in control of yourself, of your uh, reactions, you know. And of course, uh, total commitment. But in the dressing room, the tension was unbelievable. You know, it's... That's in that back four, and I better be careful because I don't want Martin to hear me, but uh, Dixon, Winter, and Adams bowled. You know, was Martin driving you mad to get in the team, Martin Keon? Because I think even to this day, when they talk about, you know, the great back four, Martin doesn't get a mention. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like it at all. (laughs) And uh, I must say... uh, he was a good player, Martin. You, you had to encourage him. Tough, yes. He had, uh, he, had uh, he, he had to be encouraged to take a gamble and to play, you know. But he was better technically than people think he was. He had quite a good technique, but he had not, not always the confidence to, to go for it, you know. And he was as well uh, very aggressive. But there was a history of games. Because you stayed your whole career at uh, Arsenal, you had played Man United uh, 10 times or 15 times, and you had the history behind you, you know. You know, this time we will not lose. Or this time, this guy, I will do him, you know. And that history played a big part in the preparation of the game. Sure. And, and, and you know, I was fascinated at times watching Arsenal. Tony Adams, I remember Tony been on the left wing once. I thought, what's he doing out there? Is that something you encourage, Arsenal, if you felt, yeah, you know, you're part of the play? Go on, you know, get involved. You know, you, not a case of just stay there, you don't leave that space. You know, I remember that. And I remember him volleying a goal in as well, and I thought, I can't believe this. Well, I encouraged them to to take uh, risks in the build-up of a game, and uh, and sometimes, you know, they were clever enough. You, what do you forget? When I arrived in England, all these guys were thirty or thirty-one. You yeah. know, they knew their job. They they they, they had uh, they they were winners. They were clever, and they were united. Was as you said, I suppressed alcohol, but they had they had a few nights out before I arrived. And uh, so they had a unity. They had a, they were ready to fight for each other. And when I encouraged the freedom, uh, they were happy as well. Yeah. Arsenal, I want to ask you. We, we spoke about Sir Alex Ferguson there, and another top top coach. I think my, my my own opinion would be with contrasting personality to yourself would be Jose Mourinho. Now you had many many a tussle with Jose over the years. How did you enjoy your your, your tussles with him? Well, that as well was uh, sometimes very personal and sometimes uh, a little bit out of control, you know. But <laughs> it is, you feel that uh, the problem is you go into the game, already you have a resentment, you know, for what has been said before in the press conferences. So you have to, nine times out of ten, you hate the guy on the other bench, but you keep control of it, you know. And sometimes he gets overboard. And uh, with uh, Jose Mourinho, it went one or twice. Uh, out of control you regret it after because you it's, you cannot afford that 
but it's part of uh, it creates a big interest as well from people why are these guys so so aggressive but uh, after after a while it becomes normal again and uh, the respect comes in for each other because we are a long time in the job so at the end of the day you know we suffer all together Arsene, as well, I wanted to ask you, I mean, for me, the game's not the same without you managing um, and being part of the Premier League or being around it. Have you, ever, have you had any opportunities to get back into the game? Would you, would you ever consider coming back to the Premier League or even international, maybe, potentially the England manager? You know, I have, uh, for example, at club level, I had offers, yes, but I thought I'm too much Arsenal man and uh, uh, in England it would be difficult for me to go to another club and... Uh, at the national uh, team level, I, I, uh, I'm at the moment in, on, in a challenge with FIFA to improve football all, all over the world. Yeah. And uh, in the next year or so, I think I will focus on that. After, I don't know. Arsene, can I ask you as well? Um, and we, we, I think I was working with Ray, Ray Pallard again. And it was only t- a couple of weeks ago when... Special guy, this Ray Pallard. Oh, he's, <laughs> I, I, I love him to bits. I really do. I love him to bits. And, and we were playing a little bit when it was all when it was coming to an end at Arsenal. And um, I think most of the crowd were younger uh, Arsenal supporters. But what they were chanting and singing when it was coming to an end was pretty horrible. And when I heard it back, I thought, that is bang out of order. Did, did that hurt? Or can you accept that it's a new generation coming through and they want to be winning every game and it just wasn't happening? Because I thought some of the, the flack and the stick they were giving you was totally out of order. Well, that's part of the game, you know. Uh, I think if you look uh, in a neutral way at the results in the final years, it was not... Uh, we finished second in 2016. The, the, the problem was it was behind Leicester, but Leicester lost only three games in the whole season. And yeah. there are some other teams behind us that uh, had a huge potential, you know. And in 2017, it's the first time uh, we did not qualify for the Champions League in 20 years. And, uh, but we made 75 points last year, after we made 56, you yeah. know. Yeah. And we won the FA Cup against Chelsea, who had just won the championship and knocked out City in the semi-final. So, but uh, you have to accept that, you know, when you're somewhere a long time uh, and you do not replicate the success you had in history before, people want to change and that's part of it. Yeah, yeah. Arsene, I want to ask you, you, you brought Mikel Arteta to the club in, I think it was 2012, uh, and, and you made him captain. Did you see something in him? Obviously, it was going to be a captain, but did you see him, the potential? That, that Was he a thinking footballer that you had an idea would be, be, go on to become a very, very good and excellent coach? Yeah, because he had, uh, he had the passion for the game and he had a big motivation and uh, good focus, you know, and the desire to do well. And uh, you could see the ingredients there. And he had, a, he had a grip on the players as well. He had an influence on the, on the other players. You could see there are ingredients there that he can become a coach or a manager. So he got... The, the, the luck he has uh, is that he got straight away into a big club, you know, in a position where uh, you have first to work 10 years before to get in that position. But because he played at the club and was a good player, he got straight away his chance in a big club, so I wish him well. I left the club in a position for my followers to do better, you know. And I think today the club has the financial resources to come back to winning championships. 
And in fact, this year is quite open because after four games, everybody lost already. Yes. And you don't see a team who is really dominating uh, all the others. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Arsene, the, the last one from me is uh, you, you, you've obviously had so many iconic moments on the touchline during your time uh, at Arsenal. One of which was that zip with the tra- in your trousers. <laughs> <laughs> Can you remember it? Why did you have so much trouble with it? With the whip, you know, uh, first of all, uh, my technique must have been very bad. I was better with my feet. <laughs> and... Uh, and uh, sometimes, you know, uh, is when they are very long, it's very difficult because they fold. And in winter, you had cold hands, so it was it was a uh, was a problem. So ah, oh. I, I was I was not the best at it, and sometimes as well, you're nervous, you have no patience. <laughs> Arsene, it's been an absolute pleasure talking. I wish we could talk longer. I wish you good luck with uh, my life in red and white. The book is uh, is available now to buy. And thank you for joining Jamie and Ali, myself, and our millions of listeners on Talksport. Thank you very much. Thanks and good for your luck. time, Arsene. Thank, thank you. you all the three. All the best. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. No. Pleasure. Bye. That was a podcast from Talksport. 